Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What is going on, all you sports fans out there in the Chattahoochee Valley? Welcome to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key out of Newton, Georgia. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill. Go jump at Slide Inflatables, Backwoods Barbecue, and Planet Fitness. On the show today, I got my co-host Corey Bank with the Daily Dash. And then I will have host of the Rookie Contract Podcast, Kate Norum, joining me on the show. I cannot wait for that interview. I'm so glad that I was able to get Kate on the show because I've been on her podcast So I wanted to return the favor and do a feature on what she does in broadcasting. And let me tell you, she is a rising star. But we do have a great show. Going to talk about this new head coach for the Columbus Lions. This news came yesterday at the press conference. The press conference started out with the new logo design. And that looks sweet. I got to get me some gear. You could go to ColumbusLions.net and order some of that new gear just in time for the 2023 NAL season. But the new head coach is Chris McKinney, the former DB coach for the Albany Empire. And I can't wait to meet him. And I'm also going to wish head coach Jason Gibson farewell as I've been invited to a dinner where we are sending him off, wishing nothing but the best of luck. So on tomorrow's show, which is kind of funny because we recorded it last week, Inside the Walls podcast host Zach Kyleman. And you know, we're talking about who's going to be the next head coach for the Columbus Lions. And now we have a new head coach. So it's going to be funny to hear that. But it was an interview that was recorded last week. And definitely want to have him on. Also going to have Tanya Chavez, the New Mexico Lightning midfielder, as we are going to talk about football season and recapping week one and talking about college football and just talking about sports and getting ready for the upcoming season in the NISL. It's September. We're about a month away from the Columbus River Dragons' first exhibition game. I'm excited about Columbus River Dragons hockey. They got a new play-by-play announcer, Ira Liebman. And he's also going to be the play-by-play announcer for the Columbus Chattahoots and hoping to get him on the podcast in the near future. And I'm going to have a busy week next week. I've already reached out to Tyler Crowder and I've reached out to Antoine Prather. I want to try to get some more local broadcasters here on the podcast so we can just talk everything local sports here in the Chattahoochee Valley. It is official. The high school game of the week is Glenwood at Lee Scott Academy. It's going to be up in Auburn. Lee Scott Academy is 3-0 on the season. And Glenwood is 2-2. We got a busy slate of Thursday night games as Sumter County taking on Northside at Kennett Stadium. And Kendrick is taking on Spencer at A.J. McClung Stadium. And then the Thursday night game at Callaway Stadium is 
Whitewater at Troop County. I cannot wait for those games. I am just so excited about football. NFL Week 2. You got college football coming up this weekend. The Atlanta Braves get a big 5-1 victory over the San Francisco Giants as Kyle Wright picks up his 18th victory of the season. And with the Mets losing two straight to the Chicago Cubs, the Atlanta Braves are now just a half a game behind the New York Mets. And the Yankees are playing the Red Sox, and that is my favorite rivalry. And what is the biggest rivalry in sports? Because you got the Yankees-Red Sox, you got Michigan-Ohio State, you got Alabama-Auburn, you got, you got the Lakers and the Celtics. Well, anytime they make an ESPN 30 for 30, that's a big rivalry. So the Lakers and Celtics, they made a three-part series called The Best of Enemies. Alabama and Auburn, they made an ESPN 30 for 30 called Real Tide War Eagle. They've yet to make one on Michigan and Ohio State, so I don't really consider that a big rivalry. Until they make that a documentary, that's a big rivalry. The Yankees-Red Sox, four days in October. I'm still convinced till this day that the Boston Red Sox beating the New York Yankees, coming back from three down to win the 2004 ALCS is the greatest sports story of all time. Some local action this weekend LaGrange College is going to have their first home game at Callaway Stadium this Saturday. I was talking to Bill Bailey, the play-by-play announcer for the LaGrange Panthers. He is also the play-by-play announcer for the Smith Station Panthers. Hoping to get him on the show in some future shows. And Antoine Prather is really involved with LaGrange Panthers football. Nice to see them back in action this Saturday at Callaway Stadium as they're trying to get over their 39-10 loss to Barry College to open the season as LaGrange will kick things off. I ran into the Columbus State women's head basketball coach last night, head coach Matt Hauser. I cannot wait for that schedule to come out. I'm hoping to have Coach Hauser and Coach Ron Moore of the Columbus State men's team as their season will start in November. And I've already had Hall of Fame play-by-play announcer Scott Miller on the show. I'm really looking forward to Columbus State basketball for the men and the women this season. The Columbus State women's basketball team, they will have their home opener Tuesday, November 22nd against Anderson University. The men's Cougars basketball team will open the season at the Lumpkin Center on Saturday, November the 19th against UNC Pembroke. As I'm a big supporter of Columbus State Cougar basketball, and you can catch it on 88.5 WCUG all season long. And looking forward to a great season in the Peach Belt Conference. Well, I think it's about that time to bring on Corey Bank for the Daily Dash. So you don't want to miss it. We'll be back with Corey. Yeah. Stick around. Welcome back to the Daily Dash with Corey Bank. And Corey, we've got a lot to cover here on this portion of the show. First things first, the Columbus Lions have a new head coach, Chris McKinney the former defensive backs coach of the Albany Empire, and the Lions also have a new logo. That should be very interesting to bring Coach McKinney in. 
Coach McKinney's got a lot of experience. He's coached at the AAL level. He's coached at the AFL level. And most recently, he's coached at the NAL level. He has tremendous experience. He served as a coordinator both on offense and defensive side of the ball, which means he's well-rounded as a coach in terms of running the right schemes and the right packages, making him a great fit with this Columbus Lions team. And Corey, what do you think of the new logo? I think it's fantastic. I think it's uh, perfect for the new regime. I cannot wait for the Columbus Lions 2023 NAL season and hope to get Coach McKinney here on the podcast as I reached out to him and I just let him know that, that I was on the broadcast team for the Columbus Lions last year. And But let's talk about college football. So on Wednesdays, when we do the Daily Dash, we're going to talk about the pick'em games for college football. And then on Thursday, we're going to do NFL because we have our high school football show on Fridays. So we've got a couple of games we want to talk about. The first game that I have on the schedule, it's a noon kickoff on ESPN. Georgia is traveling to Columbia, South Carolina to take on the Gamecocks. And Georgia is a 24-point favorite. I I know Georgia's going to win, but uh, who do you got, Corey? Does Georgia cover? Or does South Carolina make it a close game? So the Georgia Bulldogs coming into this game, the number one ranked in the NCAA, led by quarterback Stetson Bennett, who has completed 75% of his passes through week two. He loves to spread the wealth with his receiving cores, with his Swiss Army knife, Kenny McIntosh, number six, and his leading rusher out of the backfield, Kendall Milton, who has been averaging seven and a half yards per carry. This defense has been stout. They've only given up three points in his first two games. But really, what's going to come down to is the fact that the South Carolina Gamecocks team has been riddled with injuries, making it very hard to compete with Georgia in this game. So they had two guys that went down last week with ACL injuries, linebacker Mo Kaba and defensive end Jordan Straken. This, that, this is so detrimental to the development of the Gamecocks team I say the Bulldogs come victorious on Saturday. Right, and then we have two games at 3.30. One on CBS, Penn State taking on Auburn at the Plains, and Ole Miss taking on Georgia Tech at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Let's start with Penn State at Auburn. Both teams are 2-0. and Penn State is ranked 22nd. Penn State is favored by three. But, Corey, I'm calling the upset. I know that Auburn is going to figure it out. I know they struggled against San Jose State, and – at times, you know, T.J. Finley and Robbie Ashford has thrown some picks. They've been in, they've been inconsistent, but I think they're just going to continue to give the ball to Tank Bigsby, and Auburn gets the upset over the Nittany Lions. So in this 2022 campaign, so I did not talk about Richard, sophomore running back Jarquez Hunter. He leads the SEC in scoring, has 12 points per game. He has four rushing touchdowns already this season. Auburn has shut out its first opponents in both the first and third quarters in the season. There's only eight teams in the season that have done this so far. One thing I wanted to say is we got to give some credit to this Penn State team. So this Penn State team, also 2-0 starting this season, a guy you're going to have to look out for in that game against Auburn is quarterback Sean Clifford, who enjoys spreading that wealth to his dynamic receivers, and Drew Allar, and Christian. The rising star running back for the Nittany Lions team is Nicholas Singleton, 
who in his last game averaged 10 carries for 179 yards and two touchdowns. Both those rushing scores above 40 yards. So they're going to be giving Auburn a run for their money. I still think Auburn's going to take care of business. Guys, you got to look forward to in this game. Derek Hall, Tank Bigsby, Colby Wooden, Oscar Chapman, and Anders Carlson. I believe Brian Harson's team will pull out the victory at home this week. Also, we are both picking Auburn in this game against Penn State. That is nice. Now let's go to Ole Miss taking on Georgia Tech at Bobby Dodd. Ole Miss is favored by 16 points, but it is a road game at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Georgia Tech did win against West Car- Western Carolina last week, and they did just did not look competitive against Clemson in the Chick-fil-A kickoff in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Ole Miss, a good offense led by head coach Lane Kiffin and the quarterback that entered the transfer portal, Jackson Dart. Does Ole Miss get the win here straight out? Like, uh, who do you got in this game? I take Ole Miss and this team. This team is too stout. Their offensive lines begin to push up front. They need to all week and all year long. So Lane Kiffin's been coaching these guys very well. A 2-0 star, this Ole Miss team has too much firepower with their offense. They've been dialing it up in all cylinders. It's going to be too much for this Georgia Tech team. This Georgia Tech team has had problems in the trenches as well, and that's going to be the change in this ballgame. All right, and I wanted to throw this one in here because I know that you are a Miami Hurricanes fan, Corey. They traveled to College Station, the 13th-ranked Miami Hurricanes, led by Mario Cristobal and... They go to Texas A&M, and they take on a Texas A&M team. They just suffered their first loss to Appalachian State. Texas A&M is favored by five and a half points. Does Texas A&M ride the ship and get the victory, or are the Miami Hurricanes just good enough to pull off the upset and go 3-0? Texas A&M, like you said, they're off to a 1-1 one one start. They're led by sophomore quarterback Haynes King who has struggled with his consistency so far in these first two games. Three touchdowns to two interception ratio. He has a leading rusher accompanying him in the backfield, and that's Devin Aiken, who has been averaging around four yards a carry with two touchdowns. The leading pass catcher has been Anya Smith. The Hurricanes, what can I say about them? 2-0 starts. They are 13th in the nation, led by quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. Alongside him in the backfield is powerful running downhill runner Henry Parrish Jr. Very strong start for him, averaging 5.9 yards a rush and four touchdowns through the first two games. The leading pass catcher is Broward County, Florida native Xavier Restrepo. The hurricane defense is led by linebacker Corey Flagg Jr., an absolute beast and excellent tackler for the Hurricanes, whom I believe will be victorious and will go 3-0. Nice. I love that pick. Now let's talk about a local pick, the Georgia Southern Eagles, who pulled off one of the biggest upsets in college football last weekend when they went to Lincoln, Nebraska, and won the game. They are 2-0, and I can't believe they're an 11.5-point underdog to UAB. It's not that far for Georgia Southern to travel. They might even drive through Columbus to get to this game. Georgia Southern is going to play UAB at the Protective Stadium 
in Birmingham, Alabama, 3.30 kickoff. I'm calling it. Georgia Southern's going to win this game and go 3-0. and I couldn't agree more, Richard. They've been dealing with the hot hand. They've been the David, and they've been playing against the Goliaths, and they found the way to win. This is one of those times where a team who has been counted out is going to come up victorious because of the great mentality that this program has with their coaching and their instilling to win ball games. And Corey, I also got to say a big shout out to Gerald Green, the running back for Georgia Southern. So Gerald Green, his hometown is from Columbus, Georgia. He went to East Coweta High School, which also is a friend of this podcast with this podcast being from Noonan, Georgia. You know, we give love to East Coweta on this show. So Gerald Green, you know, he is the leading rusher for the Georgia Southern Eagles, and he has 176 yards so far and three touchdowns. He is averaging eight yards a carry. The 5'9 junior leading the Georgia Southern run offense. And, you know, they're, they're a team, new first-year head coach Todd Helton, he was coaching at USC. Now he's coaching Georgia Southern. I think this Georgia Southern team is going to be special. They are going to win the Sun Belt. Well, they're going to compete with Appalachian State to win the Sun Belt. They're going to be one of the top teams in the Sun Belt. But really, the big winners last weekend, Corey, was, I like to call them, the Fun Belt, as they had some major upsets. Marshall, App State, Georgia Southern. Arkansas State gave Ohio State a good game. I mean, it's, this is incredible when you get a conference like this that actually plays big boy football. It sure is, Richard. It's not something you see every day, but that's what makes miracles happen in college football. Corey, as always, a great segment of the Daily Dash with Corey Bank. Corey, that was fun. You are listening to another episode of the Daily Dash with Corey Bank. We will be back with Kate Norum, the host of a podcast called The Rookie Contract Podcast. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back. This is the show. And we're not going to change it. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad that you could be joining me today because I have a very special guest. I've been wanting to get this person on my show for a long time. She is a host of a podcast called the Rookie Contract Podcast out of Marietta, Georgia. Kate Norum, welcome to the show. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Thank you so much, Richard, for having me. Such a such a pleasure being here today. Kate, I've been seeing your work on Facebook and Twitter. You are a rising star in this industry. But tell me, how did you get your start? You graduated from Kennesaw State. Uh, were you always a broadcaster or did you also do journalism? Ooh, excellent question. So I think the story for my journey just starts from a young age. I was always interested in sports and my... Uh, grandfather was a big Michigan State Spartan uh, fan. He'd always have like random sports on every anytime I would visit him. Um, and the the one thing that I always like go back to was uh, the March Madness. Tracy Wolfson was calling a game. And I think I remember her just doing her thing and I, I said to my grandfather I was like hey that's that's what I want to do don't know how it's going to happen but <laughs> eventually that's where I want to be and he was like what's stopping you I was like well I'm 10 years old so <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, probably the first thing um, but that's kind of like how it sort of like came 
in my mind to make that happen. N- didn't really know how I was going to make that happen, but just kind of fell in love with uh, the journalism aspect and telling stories and getting getting that to fruition. Um, so I've just been kind of staying busy with doing a lot of freelance writing uh, with sports-related stuff um, and a lot of broadcast production work. So we're trying to, you know, make our, our foot here in, in the industry, as I, I'm sure you can attest to, Richard. Like, it is it is a grind. Um, Absolutely. Now, every day, it's bringing me closer to something. Yeah, I've been seeing your work. You are really busy out there. A part of the film crew for the PGA Tour Championship at East Lake. You're also a beat writer for Saturday Down South. Pretty interesting. That's that's pretty much a good good uh, grasp of what I've been up to lately. Yeah, I've been doing the Saturday Down South. Kind of like a, all the SEC teams out here. So it's kind of like a smorgasbord of <laughs> stuff happening. Kind of like stay on top of like your game. Um, yeah, and the PGA Tour... Thing, um, just kind of happened by I want to say accident um, one of my connections actually sent that my way it was like hey are you free like one of these weeks it was like for five days I was like yeah I can be free um, and it was like a really good experience it was like you got to be open to any opportunity and that kind of like fell in my lap a little bit and I was like all right I'm not gonna pass this by like it was a great opportunity to be at the heart and soul of like a live event um being in a a sport that i've never covered nor been around um so it was good new experiences and was able to kind of understand that vibe a lot a lot more now kate you got to tell me your range like what are you capable of doing as a broadcaster production behind the scenes on-air personality, play-by-play, mm. and really, really, what is your favorite thing to do? Oh, yes. Um, so, honestly, my favorite thing to do would definitely have to be on-camera. Um, on-camera, like, I love broadcast stuff. Um, being able to have these stand-ups and then what have you. Last spring in 2021, um, I actually did, like, a little social media type of show where I was like, I've tried, was trying to get a broadcast experience um, and Georgia state took a chance on me and it was really, it was really exciting. Like I like that adrenaline that you get when you're in front of like the camera, at least for me, like, it's just like, it pumps me up. And I was like, Ooh, it was, it was great. It was electrifying. (laughs) It was awesome. Um, And I just try to keep that energy energy going whether i'm doing broadcast uh whether it's writing whether whether whatever it may be like telling a story of some kind and being able to keep that connection with other people has always remained like the same focus for me and i i really enjoy that now are you originally from the metro atlanta area or how long have you lived in atlanta Ooh, good um actually no i'm not not even not even born here I I moved here probably five six years ago. Um, finished finished my uh, undergrad at KSU Kennesaw State. Um, actually moved here from Vancouver, Canada. I know we'll, we'll get to how that happened. Um, but es- essentially, like moved up there. My dad's job um, 
just transferred up there. Um, but I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. So the South is not too far off uh, from my whole, my whole vibe. Um, so SEC has been in my blood since birth. Uh, <laughs> and no, it's great. College football, everything's down here. Um, and, it, and it's, it's a nice place to be. Um, but if there is any other opportunity out there, I'm always seeking new opportunities and trying to keep my, my uh, name out there and just trying to stay consistent in my craft. Well, before we get into Vancouver, I mean, not only mm-hmm. hosting the Winter Olympics in 2010, but also oh, right. they're, they're the only sports team I know, the Vancouver Canucks, who riot after losing the Stanley Cup. Isn't finals. that crazy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you got some stories about Vancouver. Oh, gosh. I actually, so I moved up there the summer in 2011. So I actually bypassed all that. I think that was like an... <laughs> Yeah, you just missed it. It was crazy. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, I, ju- I just missed it. But yeah, I did. I I definitely heard a lot of stories. And my dad was actually up up in Vancouver at that time when it happened. Um, he was like working up there. Um, again, he was like taking pictures. All these things it was like crazy. I was like the most chaotic scene. <laughs> I can't imagine. But then again, I live <laughs> I live outside Atlanta, so I've I've seen some crazy things too. <laughs> All right, Kate, let's talk about how you got into the podcasting business. You started this podcast Ooh. called the Rookie Contract Podcast, and, and really, what was your objective when you were doing this podcast? Did you want to do sports features on sports personalities, or did you want to have like a variety of things that this podcast offers? So that. That whole like personality for the podcast comes from my former co-host and the creator uh, of the podcast. Uh, I, I'll shout him out, Dakota Zintek. If if he is watching, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, he basically started the. Uh, he came to me and he had an idea. He didn't really know like how to to push it out. He said like he wasn't really sure like how to get people and I was like hey like we could we could do it together um and kind of create that vibe uh, we were both writing for a digital publication sports as a job um and that's kind of like how that like came to fruition a little bit um and it was it was great like he we we had like a year maybe year and a half of like solid like just me and him like working together it was great good good times he unfortunately had to take a step back um so it was left to to good old kate to take over the reins uh (laughs) which which was a is a good thing i mean it was great to see like how a podcast really is made and all these different things because i didn't know any of that like that was all dakota doing all that um but i think it was it's it's great to kind of learn these people's stories and that's kind of like the vibe we were always going for was like we want to understand that everyone in sports are not alone like everyone has someone that they can call on um we wanted to have it like as a uh as a place to reach out to people uh kind of see like hey maybe you would be interested in this uh if you knew more about it like it kind of gives people the option to learn and 
have these conversations that not a lot of people want to talk about. Um, and I, at the end of the show, like I always put like all their, their links and stuff if they want to connect with them. And like, you can say like, Hey, how did you hear about it? Blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's a great way to network. Um, and I've, I think that's kind of like the way that I've kind of grown in this industry is just the podcast has made me more, <laughs> more in into that, that world like that I wasn't into before. So it's been a blessing in disguise. Well, you've done a great job with the podcast. You've had a lot of great guests, but really I want to return the favor. You know, everybody has a story to tell in broadcasting mm-hmm. and I want to share your story because uh, you are a rising star in this industry. I, I think that you have the potential to do whatever you would like to do in broadcasting and you're just young enough to actually just go for it and, and get a career going. And, and I re- really wish you nothing but the best of luck, Kate. Oh my gosh. That, that means, that means the world to me, Richard. I, I really appreciate it. It's been, it's been certainly like a, uh, a grind since I graduated back in May, 2021. It's been like just so many different ups and downs of just tough decisions that you are forced to to make. Like literally just the other day, I was forced to make a tough decision on like turning down turning down an offer because it, it didn't offer me um enough to unfortunately live on. Um so it's kind of like the tough decisions you are realizing as you go through the process and I'm sure you are uh familiar with that that world as yes. well. It's it's definitely it's a it's a tough thing but I think the reason why I've been able to kind of have such a positive outlook on it is just the passion um of the people around me, especially you Richard killing it out there. It's just like other people that I see out there doing amazing work, it's it's pushing me to want to be better and keep on working hard. Um, even if it is like discouraging when you probably get a no or you have to turn something down, it, it can be discouraging a little bit, but it's like you just got to realize that why are you doing this? What's the passion? And you can keep on keep on working hard and networking it's it's a tough it's a tough uh bridge to to walk across but once you once you start walking it it eventually will get easier or so i've heard i wouldn't know Uh, (laughs) no No, um you're absolutely right it is a grind Uh, it's all about sacrificing but it's also about networking it's also about getting to know your colleagues like I was able to know Javaris Harris. This is a mutual friend that we both have. Um, I I actually, in 2020, this was right before the pandemic. He was at Columbus state. I ran into him. He was uh, one of the camera operators. And, uh, I I just, I told him that was when I first got my podcast going. I was like, Hey, I got this local podcast to Columbus and I'm trying to center it around local sports here in Columbus. Cause at the time the local radio station in Columbus, had local sports programming and I was trying to get on the radio, but unfortunately the Mm -hmm. pandemic happened and, you know, and I didn't see him for years, but I, I I request him as a Facebook friend because I saw we had a lot of mutual friends and I, I remember who he was from when his time at Columbus state. Wow. Isn't that something? And just the other day I talked with Javaris on the phone. He gave me, he gave me a little phone call 
took me by surprise. I was like, what? What's happening? He was like, I just want to check in. I was like, oh my God, Javaris, you are just so, so kind. He's always like thinking about other people. Yes. And reaching out. Even when like he's probably dealing with stuff. I was like, man, that is so kind. See, I'm the type of person that always like shuts people out. And he's the person that like lets people in. I'm like, that's what I need to be more like. (laughs) Well, really, I enjoy seeing... Uh, these people that just try to get into this industry and of course being a broadcasting major and and you guys are young and I look at you and Javaris and other people in this industry and I look at what I could have been 20 years ago because you know I'm kind of been up there in age I mean I'm I'm 43 years old so I've kind of been away for a while but I really wanted to conquer the broadcasting world when I got out of college in the early 2000s (laughs) <laughs> but it, it was uh, it was it was tough i mean this industry can be tough um you know getting turned down uh, from positions and sometimes you get discouraged but if you love doing it you just gotta gotta keep doing it and and uh let, let's talk about like okay so you love broadcasting you love just being around the industry but uh, do you have any favorite sports teams and, and are, you, are you able to cover any of them that is a really that's a really good question. I well, mean, being, being from Birmingham, you you have to be a, mean, col- a college football fan, right? I mean, yeah, Birmingham. I was actually talking about this the other day with someone. They were like, "Yeah, what does Alabama even have?" I was like, "Basically, college football. That's about it." Uh, <laughs> and Alabama yeah. and Auburn. <laughs> yeah, no, it's either Alabama or Auburn or what? What else? Yeah, I was. UAB, I grew up they're... Auburn. I grew up Auburn. Oh, but War yeah, Eagle. UAB doesn't get enough love. Yeah. Yeah. Samford. <laughs> oh, Samford. Yeah. But they're Tro- never going to be on the same level as Alabama or Auburn, right? You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> yeah. War Eagle. I'm telling you. Uh, right. Auburn, um, that, that's actually considered the local team in Columbus. Uh, Auburn is oh, actually. Oh, yeah, because it's like right there. It's like it not, is. Yeah. not too far. We have a mixture of Georgia, Auburn, and Alabama fans. I, I try oh. to cover all three on my podcast. And, and Auburn had a very good win against Mercer. And I had a running joke. You know, they play San Jose State this weekend. That's and, right. Uh, I almost can guarantee you that there may not even be one single fan from San Jose State at the Plains <laughs> this Saturday. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's it's just so wild how they always play these they always play these teams that are from so far away and they're such a smaller school and and team. I'm like, why do we do this? Why why are we doing this? Obviously it's for that that big paycheck, but it's like Exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, it's definitely going to be it it should be a blowout, right? Oh, absolutely. I actually think Auburn is going to start the season 5-0. and Really? He's yes. got that confidence. Okay. I, I think 5-0, and but then, then they start losing to the likes of Georgia and Ole Miss and Alabama. Right. Once and they Alabama. get into SEC play, it's like, okay. Now we actually are being a little competition. Don't Not into this. Yeah. And also, Kate, I noticed you were at the Braves game the other day. Are, are you a Braves fan? Well, that is a that's a good question. I mean, fair point. I don't really follow baseball as much as I could follow baseball. 
it is in my backyard so i'm like yeah nice nice to go to games i went went with my family it was always always fun to get out and go to a baseball game i'm i'm never like not say no to a baseball game um but yeah i usually try to support the atlanta teams even even though i'm like kind of like a transplant here but i i feel like i've been here so a good, good bit. Yeah. So you you know you know what it's like. Um yeah, you're from like up in the Bay Area, right? That's correct. <laughs> and uh yeah, so it's kind of like hard to mesh and fit into a new new area, but it's good to good to go out. I'm I'm usually a big uh, fan of going to Atlanta United games, um doing stuff with them. I'm actually kind of like shameless plug. I uh started doing some social media work with former United players, Greg Garza and Michael oh. Parkers. Yeah. He, I former doing captain. Some work with them. Michael the Parkers, captain. the former yes. captain. Greg uh, Garza got, got uh, picked up in the expansion draft in FC Cincinnati. Right. Oh, oh I miss. So, that was tragic. Kate, I miss those glory days of Atlanta United when they won the MLS oh, Cup in beautiful. 2018. 2018 was a good year. They had such a great team with, you know, obviously uh, Joseph Martinez, Miguel Almiron, who's now playing for Newcastle United. Mm -hmm. They had uh, Julian Gressel and Greg Garza, Michael Parkhurst, Darlington Nagby. Oh, this team, Ezekiel Barco. I mean, and then, of course, Brad Guzan, their goalkeeper. Mm. That was such a great moment. When he wasn't hurt. Yeah. When he wasn't hurt. Exactly. (laughs) That that was such a great moment for the city of Atlanta. Did were you in Atlanta when they won the MLS Cup in 2018? I was. I was and I it was such a great time. People still uh were thinking back like, "Oh yeah, Atlanta hasn't won anything. They always choke like <laughs> right there right there in the championship or whatever maybe. Um but I I always go back. I'm like, "But what about 2018?" <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. But did you go to the parade? Unfortunately, I did not. I know I'm I'm missing out. I should have went. It was a very small parade. It, it, it rained. I wasn't there. I saw footage of really? it on TV. They they had to rush to get the parade in because they had high school championships at <laughs> the, at the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yes. Why is that so? That or is not, or not 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 Mercedes Benz Stadium, but uh, uh, Center Park Stadium, which they call it now, where Georgia oh, State yeah, plays football. Former, uh, Former Turner Field, yeah. yeah. Former Turner, now Georgia State's home. Yeah. yeah, they used to call it Georgia State Stadium. Now it's Center Park Stadium. Oh yeah, now they got that new name. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> oh gosh. I tell you what, I mean, I I lived up in the Metro Atlanta area from 2006 to 2015, and mm. I got to be honest with you, as much as I miss it. I really love Columbus and I feel like I could thrive in a smaller market. Uh, but, uh, there are so many opportunities for you in Atlanta. And um, mm. I, I got to say, I know that you can pretty much conquer Atlanta. I mean, you have the capability <laughs> of, of, of doing that. And it's really, it's a passion. You got to just love doing it. And I, I believe that you have that passion. Oh my gosh. Well, I truly hope that, one day I can conquer Atlanta and maybe another state here in the U.S. 
who knows? I'm absolutely open to finding my place <laughs> somewhere and try not to lose that that sense of wonder and that that passion that all of us in the sports industry are always craving. I'm trying to trying to make it make sense out here. And Richard, you are you are killing it out there. You make me want to go down to Columbus and 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 start start a life. You know, it sounds like a great great opportunity, great place to 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 make make your start out there. I mean, you never you never know what what can happen. Um, you just gotta you gotta stay diligent. Uh, you gotta stay ready on whatever got to be prepared for the next opportunity. Absolutely. And I think that even if you wanted to venture outside of the Atlanta market, there's always these smaller towns in Georgia. Like I work up in LaGrange and and I have a radio station up in Noonan. The show is actually broadcast on a radio station in Noonan. There's many opportunities to do whatever you want to do. Have you thought about, Doing play-by-play for for like high school football or or I, minor league sports. I actually have thought about it um, a little bit. I don't. I'm still. I'm, I'm trying to like think of like how to how to get into it because I feel like that's like such a that's such a tough market. But I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's out there around this area in the metro. Maybe there there could be like some way for me to get some play by play that'd be kind of cool to to get that under my belt because i've never done that kid i'm telling you it's fun i'm doing play by play you know not only for the rapids but also for high school football and we had a high school in alabama that had one of the biggest upsets in high school football they knocked off a team that was competing for the state championships just about every year and i I lost my voice i i I got a little (laughs) got a little crazy you know sometimes it's okay to go crazy Especially right. if you're a, a play-by-play totally announcer, fine. you know who Gus Johnson is, right? Oh yes, oh yeah. So yeah, Gus Johnson can just get crazy on the mic, um, but uh, that's <laughs> that's kind of like my personality. It's really important to just get your personality, you know, and and people will will know who you are, and you and you like we were talking about like before you came on, like you want to just be known as Kate, you know, you you have. <laughs> You pretty much have your your brand already set that you don't want to be called anything else. It's Kate and uh, no Katie, no Catherine. It's Kate Norm, and that that's absolutely that is that is your brand. (laughs) Just like you are Richard, you're not you're not Richie, right? No, no, (laughs) of course not. Yes, of course not. Yeah, Uh, Kate, it's oh man, I've had. I've had such a blast. It, it's been so fun just having you as a guest here on the show. And if you're up for it, I would love for you to come back on and, and we we could talk some more sports. Usually that first episode when I have a person on, it's it's usually a for, a sports feature on them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, would, I would love for you to come back on and we, and we could talk about like the latest and greatest uh, sports, you know, because we, we had week one in college football. We have the week one in the NFL and, Heck and, uh, yeah, and you also you also invited me in your fantasy football draft. I, I really that's right, it. that's right. We gotta we gotta see. Uh, we, gotta we gotta talk about some. <laughs> gotta talk about some fantasy football because I, I think I'm playing somebody week one. Hmm. 
I wonder who that could be. Is it me? Oh, wow. I gotta take a gander at that. (laughs) Oh, it's you. So, you know, you gotta gotta get on here and start trash talking you know oh, you up, right right you end up beating me week one because uh, i'll be changing you know. up the lineup now oh <laughs> no. Uh, no it's fun I, I really enjoy this time of the year this is my favorite time of the year is when uh, college football high school football the nfl i mean my weekends are pretty oh, much it's, it's such busy a fun time is there a high school there where you're from, like a, a Marietta, right? Like a yeah. You're... You mean like around like around where like I, where I live? is it the Marietta Blue Devils? Are they they're competing yes, for? Yes, that's that's you you got it. Yeah, like I'm 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 between like Marietta High School and then like Hillgrove. Oh yes. I don't know if you're familiar, but yeah, the Cobb County, Cobb County area. I'm I'm used to so the Cobb County high schools that I remember obviously North Cobb right and um, you have uh, Harrison you have Kennesaw Mountain you have Kell mm-hmm. uh, Lassiter uh, Etowah Woodstock Sequoia you know that that oh, area pretty, okay you you got you got the uh, the gist of them you know it you I know, know the, the high schools in Atlanta the Metro Atlanta area I know I know I love that. Absolutely. A lot of great athletes came from the Metro Atlanta area. It's That's a, true. It's always popping off with so many star players out here. It's oh, Joseph. Amazing. Joseph Wheeler. That I forgot. I forgot about Wheeler. Oh, Wheeler. Yes. yes. The home of uh, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Wow. I'm amazed the, that you. Uh, that won the state title. No, uh, you said his name with no mistakes. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. He's one of my favorite players. I mean, and you know what? He played for the Vancouver Grizzlies. Wow. So when look, they, you know, when they had a team, it, it, it was, even though it was not great up there, everyone still wears their jerseys. So I know something must have been good. <laughs> Something's got to give. I mean, you, you got to get more sports teams than just the Canucks. I mean, you right. got to get, there's got to be something else. Like, was there a CFL team up there? Oh yeah. They have the, uh, the BC lions. Yeah, that's right. They're not called the Vancouver, but they're called the BC lions. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, right. Right. I totally forgot cool about if they that. They had a MLB team up there. Well, they used to have a triple a team. Um, the Vancouver Canadians. Canadians. Yes. Yeah, they, they, I think they still have them. Yeah. Okay. But if they had like a, a major league baseball team, that would be, that would be p- kind of cool. Kind of compete with Toronto a little bit. But did, did the did people of Vancouver just root for the Seattle sports teams? Yeah, like uh, everyone kind of would. Uh, everyone, that's how I kind of became a Seattle Seahawks fan because <laughs> it was right there. Um, a lot of people were Seahawks fans. A lot of uh, Mariners um, since it was right there. But Vancouver also, oh yeah, they had their uh, MLS team, the uh, White Caps. Oh. Yeah, the White yeah. Caps. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. I, I almost forgot about them. I've I've even been to a few uh, White Caps games. Really fun, really exciting. Even though they may not have been great, they it, it's still, it's always a good time when you're at a sporting event. Is a I know they just came into existence, but the Seattle Kraken and the Vancouver Canucks is that a rivalry? Ooh, I think I think it I think it's starting to become one. Yeah, I'm so happy that the Seattle got an NHL team. It was all, a long time coming. Absolutely. All they need is to get the Sonics back. Yes, that would be that would be amazing. You just 
<laughs> taking one sport at a time, right? I know. I mean, I'll even talk about the WNBA. I mean, you got the He's talking about, yeah. Yes. Sue Bird's Storm. final game. Oh. It, oh, what a player. Oh and uh, my she she's my favorite WNBA player because we're the same she's age. Great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she's right around the same age as me. So she's oh, yeah. been playing basketball ever since I could remember. Like mm-hmm. And uh, she's been great. She's one of the greatest WNBA players of all time. Oh, yeah. She she makes it look so easy. I'm like, wow. If only I uh, would have made my seventh grade basketball team, I would have been just like her. No, you wouldn't, Kate. Get that out of your, <laughs> get, get out, get that out of your head. <laughs> I, I tell you, this has been a really great era in sports. And we just got to take – we just got to sit back and enjoy this moment. Serena Williams playing her oh, final. Yes. Oh, yes. Tom Brady, I don't think he's going past age 45, but you never know. And then, oh my uh, gosh, the amount of times that he has retired and unretired, I'm like, okay, it's, it's Brett Favre. <laughs> it really is, right? Brett Favre 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> I I just can't keep up. I'm like, what is it? Because he he's not going to fully retire for another like five years or so. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think so. He could probably play to age 50 <laughs> if he wanted to. Yeah. Well, Kate, I've really had so much fun just talking with you here on the podcast. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, would love for you to come back on. Yes, I absolutely will do my best and uh, come on. I'm sorry it took so long for me to, to oh, get no, situated and make fun. this happen. But thank you again for allowing me to come on here and to talk some sports, talk uh, more about my journey and everything everything else. This was, this was a fun time. Absolutely. All right, that was Kate Norum. She is a host of a podcast called The Rookie Contract Podcast, and she is a rising star in the industry, and I'm so glad that she was able to be a guest on the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holder. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode, and hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet! You've been listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.